Welcome to the Think Yourself Healthy podcast, where we challenge you to think differently about your approach to health and wellness. My name is Heather Duranja, and I'm excited to be here with you to take you on the journey from surviving to thriving. Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Think Yourself Healthy, we have Natalie Hallibrook. She is an astrologer and a facilitator of the transformational process Psych-K, a method that bridges the subconscious and conscious minds to liberate individuals from their blockages to live in freedom, empowerment, and abundance. She is the creator of the Cosmic Earth Collective, a monthly circle held by women to manifest, meditate, and learn about the current cosmic energies and how to best utilize them. She works with clients individually and in group programs to discover their unique soul purpose and embody their healthiest and highest selves. Natalie fuses her passion for the cosmos with the natural medicines of the earth in all of her custom offerings. Oh, Natalie, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. I feel really blessed because I have known you for a while now and have had an opportunity to work with you in some different modalities, utilizing your gifts. And so I truly believe in the power of the work that you do. And, you know, we'll talk about some of the experiences you and I have had together today, but um, I'm really, I'm really blessed to share you with the audience. So thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm just so blessed that we know each other. It's so funny, like how we met. And I feel like we met when we were both at these pivotal times where we were in kind of this different work that now we've gone into this other thing. And it's kind of like we're on very parallel aligned paths. Absolutely. It's beautiful when you really surrender and allow yourself to just trust in your intuition and trust in the flow and And, you know, the reality is the things that you and I have focused on, for instance, like with nutrition, Mm -hmm. this is such a core component to consciousness. Yes. Right. So that was one of the things that we had to start doing so that we ourselves could raise our level of consciousness and then be able to teach others how to start raising their level of consciousness just through changing their lifestyle behaviors. And now we're on this path where we're accessing things that are just like, <laughs> who knew we would be you know, where we're at now? And it's yeah. such, a, such a magical, magical, um, blessing. I just, I feel so freaking blessed. Like literally I, my heart is so open. My heart is flowing like lava with love. And mm-hmm. I have never ever in my entire life felt so high. Yeah, absolutely. And I can see it in you. It's like, you're glowing. I feel the, I think that our hearts are like beaming at each other. <laughs> like receiving through the zoom, through the, through the ears. I feel it. Absolutely. Well, I'm really excited. I'd like to dive into some deep stuff that maybe many of the listeners right now have never had exposure to. They're like, what the hell is this woohoo shit they're talking about? Trust me, guys, this woohoo shit is what frees you. It's truly what frees you. So as woohoo-y as it sounds, the reality is these concepts are backed in science. It's psychology, it's physics, it's anatomy, physiology, it's 
all of the disciplines incorporated into one, right? We can't have one without the other. They're all multidimensional and interactive and what we do in one impacts the other. So let's bring some of that together today for our audience listeners. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so um, the most recent thing that I had done with Natalie was I did some psych K work with her. So Natalie, kind of talk to the audience and tell them what Psych K is and what they can experience from it, um, what to expect. Yeah, so Psych K is a process where we combine the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So um, your conscious mind is only 5% of your mind. Okay, like that is such a small percentage, you guys. It's like, we think we know all of these things, but like, we have no idea. It's like, MTV, right? Or what was that VH1? It's like, you think you know, but you have no idea. That's your mind. That's your life. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> and our subconscious mind is 95%. That is what drives us. You know, when we are talking with our hands, when we, our hearts are beating, that's our subconscious mind, like our patterns, the things that we think every single morning, that's our subconscious. Right. And so with Psych K, what we're doing is we're combining the conscious and the subconscious into something called the super conscious, which is basically all of that combined. The super conscious is also like, you know, God or the universe or the divine, whatever it is that you want to call that. Mm -hmm. And through that, we would test through muscle testing, certain statements or beliefs to see what does your subconscious mind actually think? And the reason that we use muscle testing is because like you just so eloquently explained that everything is tied together when we, for example, get sick. You know, that is our subconscious mind telling us, hey, take better care of yourself. Hey, it's usually, hey, rest. You know, that's usually just what it is, is rest, drink water, like stop doing drugs or partying or, you know, being with the wrong person or being, you know, um, exposed to negative energies, whatever that is. And so it's through that muscle testing that our subconscious mind is making connection with our body. Mm -hmm. And so let's say, for example, that someone is like, you know, I just don't think that I'm enough. So we can muscle test, I am enough. And if it's something that their subconscious mind does not believe, or yeah, then it will come out weak. If they do believe it, we muscle test and it comes out strong. And so through that, we can use Psych K to embed these new beliefs that we do want to have through muscle testing and then a series of kinesthetic movements that take like 30 seconds to do. Usually it's something kind of similar to EMDR and tapping where you're just activating those neural points within your brain. And then, you know, it's there. And so then it's like, okay, it's now in our subconscious mind, let's act upon it. And we don't have to be held back so far from that place where it's kind of our blind spot because if we knew all of our patterns and all of our blockages, then we would probably try to do something to fix them, right? But there's only so far that you can go within your conscious mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we know that the subconscious is the automatic driver. It, it's mm -hmm. the driver's seat, right? So we've got to get that subconscious mind back into a place that it is in alignment with what we actually desire. And what most people, a lot of people don't realize is that we are emotionally addicted to our pain body response. So yes. at a very early age, we program our, our um, nervous system to respond 
based upon whatever emotion we experienced in the highest frequency, typically between the ages of birth and five years old. And so what most of us don't realize in our adulthood is that our behaviors are based upon the traumas that we experienced without our consent. You know, we're behaving without our consent from experiences that um, were shaped by our environment. We didn't get to choose. Our brain was not evolved enough to be able to rationalize the environment and circumstances. It just assigned rules based upon, is this safe and do I stay alive? And so as we become adults and we're addicted to these nervous system responses that allow, um, you know, for specific neurotransmitters and hormones to be released into the bloodstream that stimulate that nervous system response, we're addicted to it. So the brain does not know good or bad. The brain only knows safe and alive. So we have to start writing a new owner's manual for that subconscious mind. And it requires modalities usually that we may not value in order to truly have the transformational process that we desire. So this is one of those modalities that you can utilize to help retrain that brain to allow you to start achieving the things that you desire. What Natalie is saying is if your brain, if your subconscious mind does not believe your desire is worthy and deserving for you, then guess what? You do not pass go. Uh-huh. <laughs> you do not pass go. go so I could not really dive in there and um, start doing whatever we can so we can change our behavior and become the humans that we would love to be. This isn't about lack of willpower, guys. Your brain is literally trained to keep you safe and alive. It does not know good or bad. It only knows safe and alive. And our definition and perception of safe and alive is very, very different than what we comprehend internally. The physiology, the neuroscience, all of those things for safe and alive is different than our perspective of what that actually means. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That is so true. And, you know, it's funny because we even do that in relationships. Mm -hmm. So if we had a relationship with one of our parents where we were abused or our parents betrayed us, or maybe a family member, or we were left in the mall for five hours when we were three years old, Mm -hmm. that is going to live so deeply within your subconscious that when you are older, you're actually going to attract partners to you who are doing the exact same thing. Because it really is all of that inner child trauma that we have to like cut through. Are you passively trying to share my experiences here? (laughs) I didn't even know that. No, I guess I'm just feeling it. (laughs) When, When you and I did our Psych K, one of the things that came up for me was when you asked me if I believed I was worthy and deserving of receiving love. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, yeah. And then when we muscle tested, you were like, you're full of shit. (laughs) You're full of shit. And so um, that's something that was really awesome to be able to experience because it brought about awareness Mm -hmm. that there was a miscommunication between what I was saying and what I was believing. And ultimately the subconscious always wins. 
So we will always find evidence to support whatever the subconscious mind truly believes. I feel like that should be a t-shirt. Like the subconscious always wins. <laughs> yeah, this is true. But the beautiful thing is we can retrain that subconscious to serve us in a way that we actually desire. So for many people who know me um, and, and know me just as little as two years ago, I am not the person I was two years ago. I am a completely evolved being. I am operating mostly out of that level five consciousness. I, you know, I get up there to that level six and I'll drop back down, but I am inching and inching more and more into staying having longer periods of being in that, that higher level of consciousness. And it's so beautiful. And when you have the awareness, it allows you to interrupt the pattern so that you can choose differently and start retraining that subconscious brain. So let's talk about your psyche and my experience. Yes. Well, and you know, I have to also say that something that you mentioned about when we have this programming and when we have the conditioning, the reason that I love astrology and that I combine all of this is that when we look at someone's astrology chart, we can actually see, hey, you're probably gonna have this conditioning. You're most likely gonna feel like, oh, I have a bad relationship with my mom or dad, or you know, I feel really lonely all the time, or you know, self-judgment is my problem, whatever that is, that all shows up in the birth chart. And it's as if there's like a script that your soul and the universe wrote together before you came down here. And then it was like, boom, go and be the actor. And let's just see what manifests and what happens. Well, but that's all truth. That's all truth. Exactly. So do you, so I did a astrology reading um, with Natalie. Oh gosh. I want to say it was maybe June. Was it yeah, June or July? Yeah. Over the summer. Do you still have access to that chart? I'd love for you to pull that up and kind of talk about that with the listeners so that they can have something tangible to uh, be able to compare to or understand. Yes, I do. Okay, so basically what we did is we pulled up your chart and so you know we saw, pieces. so when I- What are the pieces that get plugged in that form this equation? Yes. So it's different for everyone because, you know, there's a few things that are going to be kind of like, that are going to guarantee here's where you've had some type of um, trauma, or maybe you've had some type of limit, you know, or that you've had a wound. Mm -hmm. And the first one is Chiron and Chiron is the wounded healer. And so I always say, you know, thank God that Chiron is not just the wounded, <laughs> it's like the wounded healer. So you're not just screwed and like shit out of luck. It's like, okay. Here's how we actually heal this. And so Chiron for you have is in Taurus, which is all about self-worth. It's all about what is my value. It's also about money. Um, Taurus is about the finer things in life. It really wants something substantial and something to hold. Um, it also is related to food, to luxury, to anything that's like the highest quality, right? Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that I know that you've had your health journey. And so your Chiron is at one degree. So it means that this is actually very early on. So this would have been in the very beginning of your evolution, whether it was in childhood or the beginning of that spiritual evolution. And so that Chiron for you happened in some way that something happened, whether childhood, teenage years, where you were like, I am not a value. Mm -hmm. And maybe the food that I'm eating is not helping me or I don't feel like I know what my gifts are. 
you know, it's really this whole, like, I'm not worthy. I'm not a value type energy. And the way that you heal that is by stepping deeply into, well, what is it that makes me feel of value? And a lot of times, especially with Taurus, because Taurus is so nurturing and loving and, you know, it's this very like Venusian goddess energy. It's my son. So I know it very well. <laughs> um, but no, the way that you then heal that is by stepping into this Venus goddess, right? Of how then do I give back and heal others? How is it that I can heal myself through nurturing others, through feeding others, through giving my worth and value away to them to also feel their worth rising in their frequency? Now, that could not be more on point. You know, when you were saying all of that, it made me think back to my teenage years and when I was in the midst of major, major pain, depression, anxiety, it got, it had gotten so bad that I remember I was getting picked on so badly at school mm -hmm. that I would sit in school and I would start pulling my hair out, literally pulling my hair out. And I was doing it in discreet ways where people wouldn't notice that I was missing hair, mm -hmm. but it was a tick. It was like this self-soothing way for me to cope with all of the pain that I was feeling. And my mom found out mm. my mom went ballistic. My mom's, I mean, I will never forget that day when she grabbed me, she mm -hmm. dragged me into the car and said, I'm admitting you into the mental hospital. What is your problem? And I got locked up. I was locked up for over 30 days in this facility. And at that time, my diet, you know, for most of my teens, was Mountain Dew, table sugar, cereal, Hostess cup, anything Hostess I could get my hands on, Cheetos, Skittles, free. Yeah. Right? Like that's, that's what I was doing. And I remember, you know, being in that hospital and hearing other people's stories and thinking to myself, why am I here? That I don't belong here. This is not where I am supposed to be. I am not this sick girl. I am right. fucking hurting. I am yeah. in so much pain and no one sees it. No one hears it. I was just desperate for someone to recognize how, how hurt I was and how much suffering I was doing. And so then with that experience, then I took that and I was like, now I'm a bad person. Now I'm a mentally ill person. Mm -hmm. I don't deserve, you know, it really started working against my self-worth and who I was and what I thought my potential was. So man, you couldn't be on more point with that. Yeah. And you know, what's so crazy is that before you said that about getting picked on, I was going to ask you if a lot of it had to do with social, social circumstances, because yeah. this Chiron and Taurus for you is in the 11th house, which is about groups, kids, associations, you know, not necessarily kids, but kids where you're like in school around a lot of other people. Yeah. And so it makes sense that that happened. And something so crazy also is that it is in opposition to a planet called Uranus. And so Uranus is the planet of anything that is really radical and rebellious and also a little bit kind of like strange and weird. And so the fact that part of how you were coping was pulling your hair out, you know, that's not really a typical effect that people would do, right? That's not really a, a regular thing. And right. so that was kind of like that strange thing that is that Uranus because Uranus is like, let's be weird. Let's be different. Let's let our freak flags fly. <laughs> and that is really what you was, was happening here. 
you know, so it got the attention I was looking for. It brought upon the attention I was looking for, for sure. And I held so much shame around that. You know, there was so much shame associated that with that. And, you know, now that we're having this conversation and I'm thinking about it, when I was born, I was born with so much thick hair. My hair was always a treasure. My hair was always something that I was always praised for. I always had this amazing, beautiful, insane hair that everyone, you know, they were like, it's like a wig. It's like, you know, yeah. So I bet you subconsciously, that was part of the driver for me to choose that to be the self-destruction, the thing that I was valued for, right? Destroying it. Today's episode is brought to you by Organifi, and my friends over at Organifi are hooking you up with 20% off the entire store. Yep, the entire store. All you have to do is head over to Organifi.com and use the code Heather to save some moolah. You guys ask me all the time, Heather, how do you have so much energy? How are you basically reversing the aging process? And I just have to say that the green juice and the red juice from Organifi are two of my secrets. I don't go a single day without a scoop of my red or green juice. And just a little PSA, right now they even have a pumpkin spice flavor and um, it's outrageous. I don't take a lot of supplements, but I'll be honest, it's hard to get a lot of the vitamins and minerals we need from food alone these days. So that's why I use a high quality product like Organifi to ensure that I'm supporting my brain health, liver health, immune system, detoxification, and most importantly, my energy levels. The green juice is amazing first thing in the morning because it contains superfoods that help to lower cortisol levels. And uh, it's 2020, has it got you stressed? This is going to be a game changer for you to help reset your entire body for a focused and energized day. To have your red or green juice or any other amazing Organifi products delivered to your doorstep, head to Organifi.com and use the code Heather for 20% off. Absolutely. Yep. Well, and you know, because you're a Leo son, Leo is known for their hair, you know, about the queen of the jungle, the king of the jungle. And if you think about that, you know, it's known as like lion's mane, right? It's like the best hair. And even on top of that is that your Saturn. So Saturn is the other planet that we would look at for where is their pain? Where is their trauma? Where are we holding this into the body? Because Saturn is known as the father. And it's the father because what it's gonna do is it wants to teach us to become the master of this thing. But the way that it's gonna make us become the master is very hard. It's like you have to get a black belt and you have to go through the beatings. You have to, you know, go up or down or around or through and figure out your way and be knocked down multiple times. And your Saturn is right next to your son. So it's saying that there was this whole piece of you where it was like, I'm not good enough. My son, which is the air that we breathe, the essence, your ego, your identity was like every single breath you took was, oh my gosh, is this enough? Am I breathing too loud? Am I okay? Am I perfect? Am I this? And on top of that, all of that is in the house that's actually the original Taurus house again. So it's kind of doubling up that worthiness, Mm -hmm. doubling up the am I of value. And then because it's in Leo, Leo is made to shine. Leo is the only zodiac sign that is ruled by the sun. And so with that, it's like we are supposed to shine. You know, that Leo energy is supposed to be bright and radiant. And also if it's not getting attention, it is a sad little lion cub that is like, 
I'm going to hurt myself because no one cares about me. Mm -hmm. And so for anyone listening, if you have Leo moon, Leo sun, Leo rising, Jupiter and Leo, or a lot of planets in Leo, just know it's okay to ask for acknowledgement. It's okay to tell your partner, Hey, I need you to send me flowers. (laughs) It's okay to, you know, whatever that thing is that you really want and need. First of all, admit that you want that acceptance and acknowledgement, but then on a deeper level, give it to yourself from your higher self and from that divinity within you, because the way that a Leo loves is the greatest love. It is so warm. It is truly that queen energy and no other love really compares to it. And so give that to yourself, you know, allow that highest self within you to give that to you and be the example, set a standard of this is how we should love. Thank you so much for sharing that with listeners and giving them permission. I think that's something that many, many of us struggle with. You know, I, I had about it. I don't remember. I want to say it was close to a year ago. No, maybe it was earlier in this year. I decided that I needed to have a visual cue to help start retraining my brain. So I have a reminder on my phone that goes off every single day at 1111 and it says to me you are not too much stop stop playing small it's time to go big girl it's time to arrive oh my whole body has chills this is like the fifth time I've had chills on this call with you I know I know and I cannot tell you how how powerful that has been in that just that alone because every day at 1111 that little notice goes off. I pull up the phone. There it is on the screen. I read it. I'm reminded. It's a visual cue to retrain my brain, develop new neural pathways to help support a new rule. And then I'm not putting any effort into it other than clicking. Yep. I saw it. It's been super, super powerful. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's a great idea, you know, because, and I think that sometimes people might be like, oh, that's so cheesy or embarrassed to do that. But like, I think that we are in this time of be cheesy, be yourself, be authentic, don't hold back, have no shame, you know, like express it to the max because people need to hear that. Why should we all live in this cookie cutter thing of this is what you should do, Right. you know, you going to make the world amazing. I'm so glad that you mentioned that because the, the truth is the first week to two weeks that I was getting this reminder. I did think it was cheesy and I did have a hard time believing it. And I did feel like I was being silly, but the more I kept consistently showing up and hitting click, 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 all of the sudden those biases that I had associated with it started to shift. And I was like, yeah, damn right. It is time to go big girl. Like really, I was, you know, really holding that power and owning that. And, and it's helped immensely. I mean, immensely. And I'm sure it inspires others. Like, I mean, that inspires me to do that. And I think that once one person makes it okay, yeah. then you're going to have two um, options of people. Some people are going to be like, oh my gosh, that's so ridiculous. There Heather goes again. Or they're going to be like, oh, cool. I think I want to do that too. Maybe I'll come up with my own saying, or maybe I'll use that one also. Yeah. And feel free. Anyone can use that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for bringing that up and, you know, us being able to share that moment and with the um, audience. I just love everything that you do. What your work is so, for me, it's so validating. 
because I have put so much into um, this journey and being able to receive validation from, from the universe through you is so empowering. It's like, yep, I'm on track. I'm on mission. I'm doing it. I'm making it happen. And it just keeps empowering me to want to keep rising higher. So yeah. I think that, you know, anyone out there who is really struggling right now and they're trying to find something, we all know that right now in this time and age, everyone is hurting. There is so much pain. There is so much, you know, disconnect. If you're really feeling lost, utilizing something like the Psych K or even just starting with the Astro Reading can really give you validation that you intuitively already know, but have been ignoring. Mm -hmm. And this will empower you to start saying, huh, maybe I need to listen to that thing a little better. Maybe I need to get a little quieter and hear what's actually going on. How can I use this in a positive way? You will find, you will find exactly what you're looking for if you give yourself the permission to get curious. And there is no better way to get curious than to go through one of these experiences with Natalie. It's fascinating. Fascinating. Oh, thank you. And you know, it's so funny and like so perfect that you say that because literally right now, so we all have something called our North Node. There's about three different things within our soul purpose. One of them is our rising sign, which yours is cancer, which is what makes you like very maternal, working with food. You know, it's like you just take care of the babies. You have your own girls that you take care of, right? And, you know, then, so that's what we're evolving into is the rising sign. And then we have Saturn. So Saturn, again, the father, but it's teaching us to become the master. So wherever we have that Saturn is also kind of like my second portion of the soul purpose. And the last is your North node. And the North node is the lesson that we're here to learn. And it's really that destiny that we're going into. And so as a collective, the North node for all of us is in Gemini right now. And Gemini is about being curious. It's about learning. It's about being like this little kid that is like, oh my gosh, um, I want to listen to rap music and I want to listen to country music and I'm going to listen to, you know, like slow jams from the nineties, whatever it is. And it's like, I just want to soak all of this up. And so it's interesting that we're in this time where, you know, there's stay at home rules or, you know, quarantining, if people are still doing that, whatever you're doing, it's really this time to learn. And I think that this is a huge part of this awakening, the spiritual awakening that a lot of people are going through because we have this ability to actually step into this destiny of learning more mm -hmm. and coming into this higher version of ourselves and into this higher level. Mm -hmm. I mean, the reality is this is happening for us. This is not happening to us. And it's a matter of really understanding where you're at right now and what your limiting beliefs are and starting to challenge those and challenge that rule book that that subconscious has developed. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It couldn't be more of a perfect time to be doing this work. And as we know, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's just transferred. So when we're getting pulled into those lower vibrational emotions, it's pulling the collective consciousness down as a whole. And it's allowing for us to get triggered by our old traumas. And then we start cycling through victimhood and trying to control circumstances. 
and we're stuck in those lower levels of one and two of consciousness that keep us in that negative healing loop. And we're like, I don't understand. I'm doing all the work I've done. I've watched the thing. I've read the book. I had this session and it's not helping. It's because you're getting sucked back in from that collective energy. So it's our responsibility. We have to take radical responsibility for turning in and doing the work so that we can start raising the vibration of ourselves, which will have an impact on the collective. And we can get ourselves out of this shit show that we are in right now. It's our only answer. We have to take radical responsibility. And what you choose to do is going to have an impact on all of us. You either choose to raise up or you choose to sink down. And when you choose to sink down, you have to know exactly what you're taking with you because it's the cost of our humanity at this point. Mm -hmm. And let me add to that. It is so much more fun to raise up. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. Most people out there listening, they've been in those lower times more than they have the higher. And right. enough is enough. If you are truly sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and being fat and not happy and all of the things, addicted to drugs, addicted to porn, it's time to start raising your level of consciousness. And this is a great modality to start learning tools to access that. Exactly. You know, I felt like my whole life, my thing, if, you know, talking about the Chiron and talking about these pain points that we had when we were younger. My thing was that I always, I also felt kind of like an outcast or something. My Chiron is in Gemini and it's also in the 11th house. So I was in, you know, lots of friend groups and then I would somehow get kicked out. I was raised um, a member of the Mormon LDS church and I was kicked out of BYU because I was a quote unquote bad kid for doing pranks. You know, I didn't even do anything bad. Yeah. And, um, so that was kind of my experience with that Chiron in Gemini. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm always lonely. Why am I always lonely? And it was literally through my astrology chart that I found out that my Jupiter, which is where we have expansion, where we kind of have this blessing, where we go big is in Pisces. And I learned that anyone who has a lot of very strong Pisces energy, a lot of the point, the kind of like mission of Pisces is to actually learn about loneliness and to deal with being alone because the Pisces energy is like that mermaid, like we were talking about earlier, or a fish out of water. And so it's like, okay, I'm learning, how do I be a fish out of water during this human experience? And having that experience, having this knowledge of, oh, wow, okay, maybe it's not loneliness, but it's individuality. It's being in love with myself and not needing validation, not needing anyone else to fulfill me, but just having this beautiful spiritual experience. And that knowing I'm never alone because I always have my team of guides. I always have my angels. I always have my spirit guides or my ancestors, whoever. I just have to call on them. And now knowing that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I lived 34 years without knowing this. And this is my favorite part. When I do give astrology readings is asking people, okay, well, let's look at where's the Pisces in your chart or where's that Jupiter in your chart? And let's see, what is your thing that you are struggling with? Or, you know, where can we validate that for you? Right. Yeah, absolutely. 
So where is mine? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, so you are Pisces. So you don't have any planets within Pisces, but everyone has Pisces in them somehow. And your Pisces rules for you the ninth house, which is the house of spirituality. So you are on this journey of spirituality alone, right? You know, um, you're doing it by yourself, but you still are supported mm-hmm. by everyone, by your higher angel team. Yeah. Um, and the ninth house is also about higher education. So it makes sense that if you, you know, went into a higher education route, which I know you did, that it probably had to do with something spiritual instead of being in the dietitian role that you've been playing for a while. You're like, I'm actually bringing spirit into this, you know, and then it also has to do with long distance travel. So um, this would mean that like for long distance and where you want to go travel, or maybe if you want to live somewhere, I know that you're from, you're from the Midwest originally, right? Yeah. And now you live by the water. And so it makes sense that you moved a far distance to be by the water, which is Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Wow. That's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful. So what has it got in the love charts for me? Ooh, girl, let's see. Okay. (laughs) Well, this past two and a half years has definitely been your lessons and love. And check that. (laughs) And I say that because it's actually been a very powerful year for you in terms of intimacy and one-on-one relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's because um, all of the planets, so Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto, which are the planets that have essentially been what have created this COVID and this restructuring of the government and a lot of shit just like falling apart so that we can pick it back up has also been happening in your relationship house. (laughs) So into that sister. (laughs) So if you've been feeling that, that's why. So it's like truly a death and rebirth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this has been that time to take in what have I learned from this and what is it that I now want to recreate and build as a foundation. And your seventh house is ruled by Capricorn which is the sign of um, wisdom, of very deep wisdom, of all structure, of being a builder. It's really like that boss babe, you know, CEO, founder, entrepreneur, who's like, let's get to work. That feels so in alignment with me because I've recognized how badly this work is needed. And the sooner that we can get it out to the masses, the sooner we can get out of these circumstances. You know, it's funny because when people talk about, like, we've heard the concept of new world, right? Mm -hmm. People think new world, this earth is going to just vanish and we're going to get like catapulted up into this different planet and it's going to be so different. No, what we're experiencing right now is part of that new world coming and we can either be on a slow timeline or we can be on a fast timeline. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to speed things up a little because it's apparent that the systems that are working from the patriarch are not working and we have to rebuild these systems. And this is the process that we're going through right now in order for that new earth experience to arise. Mm -hmm. Right. And the crazy thing that, you know, everything that you just said, is even deeper than all of these planets going through your relationship house is that they're going through your personal house of patriarchy, your personal house of systems Mm -hmm. of what is my foundation? What is my land? What is my world that I perceive as? Right. That is why it's been so strong because 
we're at the end of these planets coming through here. And when we're either at the beginning or the end is when they're the strongest, because it's when our evolution is at that highest point of, okay, let's see, let's rebuild. And so you've literally been broken down probably through relationships so that you yourself could evolve into this new, you know, high priestess that you have and that you are, and that you are also serving people on this individual level. Mm-hmm. That, that could not be more in alignment and, and so true. Apparently, whenever I was up there deciding what lessons I needed to learn, it, you spoke exactly what I had chose for myself. And <laughs> it's been, you know, when we were talking earlier about the psych K stuff and manifesting disease, when we're not in alignment and the subconscious brain is going, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to show you otherwise. For me, it was, I, I had finally gotten into what I thought was a very healthy, conscious type of relationship. And what I really had gotten into was a idea of what I thought the relationship could be. And as I was denying my intuition, yeah, I couldn't, um, I couldn't let go of the what ifs. And so yeah. I started physically creating more symptoms until it caused me to have to be hospitalized and recognized all right, girl, it's time to set down that masculine shield. It's time to embrace your femininity. We are leveling up. We are doing this thing. And I have never felt more alive and I have never received more abundance in my life in all forms by just surrendering, accepting that and embracing the flow. It's been unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, Nat, I am so grateful for you to be here today, sharing your talents and gifts with the audience live. This was so much fun to do. I honestly think this is one of my more fun experiences I've had with recording a podcast. And I really hope the listeners have enjoyed this as well. And if you guys are interested in learning more, please reach out to Natalie. Natalie, where can they find you? Yeah. So it's always easy to get in touch on Instagram. I'm very active on there. I give all of my little astro updates and talk about site K. So it's Natalie Holbrook wellness, or you can get in touch on my website at natalieholbrookwellness.com. I will make sure to link all of your information in the show notes. So it makes it nice and easy. And for anyone who's in the SoCal area, Natalie is here and she hosts some amazing in-person live events God knows we all need them right now. Of course, you know, um, I, I just, I just love you. I love what you're doing. I'm so grateful to be a soul sister and to happen since, you know, our, our paths cross and be able to, um, join forces on this journey. Me too. Thank you so much. And also I have to add the circles are also virtual. And what we do, and I know that you'll appreciate this, is that they are always on the um, corresponding number. So 1111, the next one will be on 1212, and January will be on 111. So it's very fun. We do a plant spirit meditation. We talk about astrology. We really connect to all of those higher dimensions like you were talking about. I love it. And I'm going to have to make it down to one of the in-person events. I watched your last one and I was like, oh, I was totally having FOMO. I was like, I need to be there. I should be there. I should be having fun and enjoying all that energy with them. Right. I will definitely put that in my books now that you have shared that with me so I can plan it out appropriately. 
Yes. Well, thank you so much. Sending you so much love and light. And if there's anything I can do to help support you or the listeners, you guys, please reach out, let myself or Natalie know how we can support you and help you on your journey to consciousness. Yes. Thank you, Heather. So much love. Thanks for joining us on the Think Yourself Healthy podcast. Make sure you leave a review and let me know what you think. I love reading your feedback. Come hang out with me on Instagram at Heather Garanja. And don't forget to take a screenshot that you're listening to the podcast and tag me. I love to share it. See you on the next episode.